welcome to part one, day one of the Hello Mornings, Then I Will Go study of Esther. Our theme verse is Psalm 143, 8. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. Today's reading is from 2 Chronicles 36, 11 through 21. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. And he did that which was evil in Yahweh, his God's sight. He didn't humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet, speaking from the mouth of Yahweh. He also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by God. But he stiffened his neck and hardened his heart against turning to Yahweh, the God of Israel. Moreover, all the chiefs of the priests and the people trespassed very greatly after all the abominations of the nations, and they polluted Yahweh's house, which he had made holy in Jerusalem. Yahweh, the God of their fathers, sent to them by his messengers, rising up early and sending, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. But they mocked the messengers of God, and despised his words, and scoffed at his prophets. Until Yahweh's wrath arose against his people, until there was no remedy. Therefore he brought on them the king of the Chaldeans, who killed their young men with the sword in the house of their sanctuary, and had no compassion on young man or virgin, old man or gray-headed. He gave them all into his hand. All the vessels of God's house, great and small, and the treasures of Yahweh's house, and the treasures of the king and of his princes, All these he brought to Babylon. They burnt God's house and broke down the wall of Jerusalem and burnt all of its palaces with fire and destroyed all the goodly vessels of it. He carried those who had escaped from the sword away to Babylon, and they were servants to him and his sons until the reign of the kingdom of Persia to fulfill Yahweh's word by the mouth of Jeremiah until the land had enjoyed its Sabbaths. As long as it lay desolate, it kept Sabbath to fulfill 70 years. Today's commentary is by Ali Shaw. We've all seen it before and maybe have experienced it firsthand. The child who doesn't listen to wise instruction, the teen who needed to learn everything the hard way, or the celebrity who fell from stardom after a scandal surfaced have all learned this same fact. Rebellion has consequences. Early in Jewish history, the Israelites had demanded a person king, rejecting God as king. First was King Saul, but after his disobedience in 1 Samuel 13, 11 through 15, God promised the kingdom to David, son of Jesse, whose offspring would rule forever. 2 Samuel 7, 12 through 16, and Matthew 1, 1 through 17. Solomon, David's son, reigned next and built the temple in Jerusalem. But under the reign of his son, Rehoboam, the United Kingdom was split in two. Judah, which had a mix of godly and evil kings, and Israel, whose line of evil kings led the people deep into idolatry. Through alliances with Israel, the kings of Judah followed Israel's idolatrous example. In today's passage, we see how Esther and other Jews came to be in Persia. We learn of the siege and captivity of Judah, a story of rebellion and consequences. Verses 11 through 16 are so sad. 
God had always been so faithful and generous to his children, yet they didn't follow him, nor turn to him with repentant faith immediately after they'd strayed. Instead, they brushed God aside in nasty rebellion. They despised his words and scoffed at his prophets until he was provoked to carry out a plan to save them from themselves. Yet through it all, God was involved. Though it may not have appeared so to the non-observant onlooker, providence was carried out when, during the third and final siege in 587 BC, Nebuchadnezzar entered Jerusalem and destroyed the temple, city gates, and walls. God would use this defeat and the subsequent Babylonian exile to purify Israel of their idolatry. Yes, rebellion has consequences. When we repent, God can use those consequences to bring us closer into fellowship with Him, if we allow it. The story of the capture of Jerusalem can be our own reminder to search our hearts for rebellion against Him. If, when we find it, we have two options. Don't or do turn to God. If we continue in our rebellion, we can be sure that our Sovereign Father will deal with us as He sees fit. Hebrews 12, 3-11. When we run into his open arms with repentant hearts, we can be assured that he will forgive. Isaiah 1, 18, and 55, 6-7, and Luke 15, 10. Praise God. Today's key verse is 2 Chronicles 36, 15. The Lord, the God of their fathers, sent persistently to them by his messengers, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. Today's reflection steps are 1. What does this passage say about God? What is he saying to you through his story? 2. Read more about the Babylonian invasion in 2 Kings 24, 17 through 2 Kings 25, 21. 3. Two reasons are given for the captivity. What are they, and how are they both rebellion? 4. Why did the land need its Sabbaths? See Leviticus 25, 2-7. 5. Ask God to show you any rebellion in your heart. Ask for forgiveness with a repentant heart, and thank Him for forgiving you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Visit us at hellomornings.org where you can learn more about this study and all of our resources, including the brand new Hello Mornings Academy. Now may you walk in the fullness of God's grace and love today.